0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kings Word Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kings Word Everywhere Nigeria. We bless you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. There is none like you. We celebrate you today as we come to the end of the first month. Lord, we just take this moment to say thank you. Thank you for all you are to us. All you have done for us already. Many we probably did not even see or recognize. But for what we can see, what we can testify of, and that which we can't even see, Lord, we say thank you. Take all the praise. Take all the glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. If you are glad to be in the house, give the Lord a shout of praise. All right, let's be seated. Let me welcome a neighbor. You can be seated in God's presence. Hallelujah. It looks like we should announce another 21 day fast. Maybe that will ginger people (laughs) to be around. Praise God. all right. Father, we give you praise. Um, I want to share something very powerful with us, very, very briefly. And then I want us, us to pray tonight. Um, I, trust, I, I trust you are already seeing signs and the effect of your 21-day fast manifesting in your life already. Can I get a witness? Is anyone glad for that journey that we went through and what God has done for us already? Hallelujah. And I love what we did last Sunday, the impartation service, the, the global impartation service. And that's really what I want to just touch on briefly tonight. We said something very powerful during the fast That's one of the main reasons or one of the main purposes of the fast was for the journey ahead. For what is ahead. Particularly things we don't know. The angel came to Elijah and told him, Arise, eat. For the journey ahead of you is too great for you. You don't know what is coming. And that's why taking time to wait on the Lord like we did in the early part of this year is very, very important. Hallelujah. And God crowned the fast with us with impartation. I believe God touched every single one of us. And God anointed each and every one of us. Hallelujah. Can you declare with me this evening, I have been imparted. The anointing of the Lord, the Spirit of God, the hand of God has come afresh upon me. Hallelujah. Praise God. And Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes when you are anointed, particularly when God puts a fresh anointing upon you, you may not really know the extent of what that anointing is for and how far-reaching it will be. I want to talk about David again very briefly tonight. Remember how David got anointed. And I want us to look at it from um, the perspective of God. And that's what the scriptures does for us. It opens us to the way God sees things. The word of God is the mind of God is the way God sees things. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when God anointed David in 1 Samuel 17, remember if you just follow through the story, God told um, Samuel that I have found another king for myself. Stop worrying about Saul. Go to um, Jesse's house and anoint one of his sons for me. He did not tell Samuel who the son was. He just told him go. And I'm sure you're familiar with the story. When... Samuel got there. He thought it was David's older brother because of his physical stature and his appearance. Oh, surely this is the anointed of Lord." God said, "No, he's not the one." And eventually, God told them it was David. And please listen to me very carefully because this is usually what happens, particularly with the kind of things that happens to us. God told them, "This is the person that you are to, to um, the anointing is for," and then. They poured the oil on him, and David was anointed. Now, very powerful thing there. First and foremost, they could not anoint somebody else with David's anointing. And I want to use that to encourage you. What God has reserved for you, what God has prepared for you, nobody else will, f- will be able to take your place in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That anointing located David. And this is how God said, he said, I have found my servant David. We're going to come to that um, in a moment. Um, Psalm 89. I have found my servant David. That's really where I want us to, to spend some time on tonight. Psalm 89 from verse 20. With my holy oil, I have anointed him. What God did in 1 Samuel 17, he gave us divine insight to it in Psalm 89. What God did in 1 Samuel 17, you won't see the details. What you will just see is all the story around it. Samuel came to Jesse's house. They brought all of David's brothers. God said, no, I've rejected this one. I've rejected this one. This anointing that you are carrying, it's not going to rest on anybody except the person that I've ordained it for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you, particularly with that service, that impartation service we have, and the subsequent impartation service that God will lead us to have, the oil, the anointing, the impartation that God has reserved for you, you will not miss it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, when David was anointed, very, very interesting, and perhaps this is where you are, and that's why this teaching tonight is very important. He didn't grow a second head. (laughs) Hello, somebody. He did not grow taller. Big Allah did not hit his bank account or anything. Now, sometimes things like that can happen. You can get anointed and immediately things happen. But in his own case, in fact, he went back to what he was doing before. Remember, he was in the field keeping the sheep. And um, someone said, "Go go and call him. Because when they saw that the oil he was carrying wasn't for anybody, the oil did not flow. Someone wanted to anoint earlier, but didn't flow. When it he didn't flow, I know the, the, the person that deserves this or that God reserved this anointing for is not here. Everybody remains standing until he comes. And when David came, the oil started flowing out of the horn. But he went back. Perhaps you have gone back to your job, <laughs> or you've gone back to your business. You've gone back home. You've gone back and. Things may look like they were before that impartation came. Remember, it's for your future. Somebody says, it's for my future. And you need to believe that. One of the essentials of divine impartation that we shared and that was talked about on Sunday was you receive it by faith. What God has given you, what God has released upon you What God has transferred upon your life, you receive it by faith. So declare again with me tonight I am anointed. And I have been anointed by faith. Everything was as it were until, please, this is where we are going. Until, verse chapter 18, David came to the battlefield and he saw Goliath. And he saw that giant, he saw that mountain in the month of February. We are going to be talking about faith. In fact, we are going to be talking about overcoming faith. Faith that overcomes difficulties. And there was that problem facing everybody. Everybody was afraid and it was a serious problem because nobody else in the king's army could face Goliath except David. Apparently, one of the things, the anointing or the impartation David received in chapter 17, it was for that occasion. And I want you to understand that the boldness David started demonstrating when he started speaking, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he will... Um, He he would speak against the armies or defy the armies of Israel. The the fact that David was feeling uncomfortable, everybody else was afraid, everybody else was carrying at Goliath, but David was full of confidence. It was that anointing, that impartation that he had received that was working upon him. Hallelujah. And it was by that anointing and that impartation that he was able to overcome Goliath that day. Now all that was in God's plan. But David did not know it. However, however, David not only had he been anointed, he had received that anointing by faith. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I receive the anointing of God by faith. One of the best confessions you can be declaring, particularly at times like this, is that my horn is exalted like the horn of the unicorn. That's another thing David was coming. I shall be anointed with fresh oil, or I am anointed with fresh oil. He received it. Before then, everything looked normal. Interestingly, and this is one major thing I want to, I, I, I want to stress. Interestingly, when God empowers us, when God anoints us, when God um, imparts us, sometimes it's for challenges ahead. And until the challenge comes and you are ready to respond to the challenge, that anointing will not begin to work. The anointing upon your life is for a specific purpose. Hallelujah. It's for a specific purpose. Glory be to God. Some of you are anointed to take care of problems in your workplace that nobody else wants to address. You are anointed to see things in your family, in your business that nobody else can see. Hallelujah. You are anointed to address issues that nobody else can address. That's what that impartation is for. Can I hear a loud amen? Are we together? All right. So now let's go to Psalm 89. And this way I want us to camp on tonight from Psalm 99. So David did not fully grasp. Samuel did not, nobody really fully grasped the extent of the grace or the anointing that David had received, except God. God knew what he had put on David. It's really remarkable that God had provided the solution for the nation. Before Israel went into that battle. But when they went to the battle. Because they did not know what God has provided for them. And this is why we need to pray and to believe God to enlighten the eyes of our understanding. And also to study scriptures. To look into the word of God, to allow the word of God to open our eyes, to see what God has made available for us. Because if Saul had known that David is the solution, or David is the one that has the anointing, that we are going to use to win this battle, he would have taken David. Hallelujah. He would have taken David. But nobody knew. It's like the woman, the widow woman that her husband, died, that her husband was a prophet and died. And they were in debt. And the creditors were coming to take up her, to take her children and take them into slavery because she didn't have money to pay. God had provided the solution. It was in that pot of oil. Hallelujah. And when she came to Elisha and said, ah, what, what do we do? What, the man of God, what do you have? She said, that's where prophetic insight comes in. What do you have? At first she said, I don't have anything. They said, oh, there's a pot of oil. And the man of God knew, okay, that's the answer. That's the answer. And he told her what to do, and all that, and start pouring the oil. Then, the miracle happened. The solution was there. Hello, somebody. The answer was there. And it's in that anointing and that impartation that God has placed upon your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. So my question to you tonight, how do you see? Let me use this word. How do you value the anointing that God has placed upon your life? How do you see it? How do you value it? The widow woman said, I have just one pot of oil. Only God knows how many weeks or perhaps months he has been passing by that pot of oil, not knowing that this is the answer to the financial crisis crisis in my house. When David came to the um, battleground and he started telling everybody, I will kill Goliath, I will kill the Goliath. And they now brought him before the king. Ah, you're a boy, you can't kill this guy. He didn't look like the answer, but he was the answer. He was the answer. He was the solution. Why? He has been anointed. Hallelujah. He has been anointed. And I want to encourage you tonight, because of the impartation of God, the hand of God, and the oil of God upon your life, glory be to God, you carry answers inside of you. You carry solutions inside of you. And you need to be conscious of it and awake to it. Psalm 89. Look how and what I want us to do tonight. And then we're going to pray because God said so many things here. And we're not going to pray and believe God for you to see your own. Or the one that applies to you at this time. What is the impartation that God has placed upon your life? The anointing that God has placed upon your life. What is it meant to be doing in your life right now? Sometimes we stumble on these things. David stumbled upon it. That oil was supposed to make him king. And defeating Goliath on the battlefront, killing Goliath when nobody else would kill Goliath, that was the opportunity. Somebody say opportunity. I can hear you See opportunity. For him to come into that destiny by reason of that anointing. You will not miss your opportunity in Jesus' name. I said you will not miss your opportunity in Jesus' name. But it's important for you to know the impartation you have or the grace you have or the anointing you have so that when the opportunity presents itself, you're able to take advantage of it. And sometimes, like we always say, opportunities come disguised as problems, challenges, difficulties. But thank God, God has seen ahead of your 2024. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God has anointed you. Glory be to God. God has imparted you with grace for you to overcome. But you do it how? By faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Psalm 89. Let's start from verse 20. I have found my servant, David. Put your name there. Say, I found my servant. Put your name there, Tunde. Hallelujah. God has located you. Praise God. God has found you. This 2024, hallelujah. You can tell yourself, I don't go grieve for anyone. I don't go grieve for anything. God has found me. God has located me. Nobody saw David. He was in that backside of the desert. Hallelujah. And it was as he was keeping his father's sheep and doing those things he was doing, um, fighting the lion, fighting the bear. Ah, wow, this is the kind of king I'm looking for. This is the kind of person I'm looking for. With my holy oil, I have anointed him. Praise God. Now, what I want you to see here is how God sees the impartation he has placed upon your life. What are the possibilities of the grace of God upon your life? What can the grace that God has placed upon you, it doesn't look visible to you, but to God. God knows what he has put inside of you. Hallelujah. He knows. Verse 21. There are so many of them. I want to go through them. through the word. Let, let your eyes begin to open. And as we read these verses, um, watch out for things that resonate in your heart. Things that, particularly things that you may need at this time. The oil you have on your head as a child of God. The impartation you received. Particularly as we are waiting on God for those 21 days. It is meant to do something ahead of you. You need to be knowledgeable about it. And by faith, when the opportunity comes, which will come like a challenge at times, for you to break through or to advance, hallelujah, because of that anointing, learn to seize it. And let me encourage you, sometimes people around you may even discourage you. Eliab told David, what are you doing here? Where did you leave the sheep? Those few sheep you are keeping. You are not supposed to be here. You are not. And he kept trying to discourage him from his opportunity. If David did not kill Goliath that day, let's just leave it as that. Let's not think about what could have happened. Imagine. Imagine. He had the answer. He had, it didn't look like it. The people around him did not know he was the solution. He was at the right place at the right time. The opportunity was there. It looked like an insurmountable mountain. But God had seen it before and God had anointed him for it. Thank God he believed in God and he believed in himself. The God that helped me to take care of the lion. The God that helped me to take care of the bear. He's going to help me to take down this uncircumcised Philistine. He will be like the lion, he will be like the bear. All that was that anointing speaking through him. Hallelujah. By what? By faith. Glory be to God. With whom, verse 21, let's quickly run through this. And then we're going to pray. The eyes of your understanding will open tonight. You will see something you have not seen before something that didn't seem possible for you, God will open your eyes to see the possibilities by reason of the anointing upon your life. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. In fact, this is one of the things that Dr. K shared with us about the essentials of the anointing. This is one of the things the anointing does. So this is even very general. With whom my hand shall be established. Also, my hand will strengthen him. One of the things impartation does, or the anointing of God does, it establishes us. Establishes us. I'm anointing you. I'm imparting you with grace. I'm empowering you for the journey ahead because I know some storms are going to come that we want to shake you off. Somebody shout, I will not be moved. I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual blessings to the end that you'll be established. God knows what he put on David. He told us everything here. He told so many things. This oil that I'm pouring on him. When David left that place, he didn't look any more established than he was before he was anointed. He didn't look any more powerful. He didn't look any more like a giant killer. Hallelujah. He looked like the ordinary shepherd boy that he was, but God knew what I put upon him. The oil that I'm putting upon you will establish you. And when he came to that battlefront, he was the only person that was confident in God. Hey, there was no other soldier, including his brothers. They were afraid. They were not established. The fear and the roar of Goliath was shaking them like leaf. interesting that the first thing god said is it's to establish him somebody shout i'm established say with me it doesn't matter what the financial situation of this country is somebody say it doesn't matter what the exchange rates in this nation is by reason of the impartation of god upon my life i am financially established now, that's a confession somebody can be making if you understand that the impartation you have received is for establishment, particularly when it looks as if your finances are threatened. But Sonia and I were talking yesterday. She said exchange rate was now, is it 1,004? If you didn't know, I didn't want to break bad news, but... That kind of thing can shake you. Imagine if you are someone that you are, your business is forex dependent. And perhaps you have done your own budget 2024. Ah, we have hope in this Tinubu government. Maybe the exchange rate will come down to 700, 800, just for the purpose of this discourse. And you have, you have done your budget. Okay, let's even say you did your budget. Exchange rate will be 1,000. January has not ended. They now tell you that exchange rate is now. It will shake you. Naturally speaking. But God saw it. I told her yesterday, the way this thing is going, this thing may get to 2000 before we know it all. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought dollar would be when it came, we reached 1,000, we thought we were, we were dreaming. It's now 15. But somebody say, I'm established. And that includes financial establishment, marital establishment. Established in your health, established spiritually, established in any sphere of life, the anointing I've put upon you. God, that anointed you, is telling you, Look, look, I'm telling you what I've put upon you. I'm, I have my hand shall be established with you, also, my arm will strengthen you. The enemy will not be able to outwit him nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. Hallelujah. Now, Samuel did not tell David that. Hello? Samuel did not tell David that. And it's very possible that even David, when he came to that battlefield that day, he probably didn't know that. But that impartation still speaking to him and he responded to it by faith. Something from heaven. We said this is what heaven on earth is. Heaven on earth is what heaven is releasing upon you and you receiving it on the earth. Something from heaven has been deposited in your life. I did not call the seed of Jacob to seek me in vain. Hallelujah. Praise God. And one of the things God does when he imparts us is to establish us. Establish you. I love what Job said. When others are saying there's a casting down, you will be saying there's a lifting up. Why? You have been established. Because of the grace of God upon your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Look at verse 24. Let's just quickly run through these things and then we're going to take a few minutes to pray before we close. My f- Look at what the anointing does, the impartation that you have received. My faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him and in my name his horn shall be exalted. Hallelujah. His horn shall be exalted. It's an anointing for promotion. It's an impartation for elevation. What I have put upon you, what I have released over your life will cause your horn to be exalted. Before he came to the battlefield, in fact, while he was still on the battlefield, they were still talking to him like a shepherd boy. That's how his brother was addressing him. Who did you leave those few sheep that were put in your care with? Before he was anointed, he was a sheep. they didn't even invite him for the anointing service. It was because the oil that God had ordained for him refused to flow on anybody's head. That's why, is there any other son? Oh, there's one, boy he's keeping the sheep. That, that's how low he was in the eyes of the family. Let me tell you, but that's not how God sees you. Come on, tell somebody, God sees you as his heir. And is jointed with Christ. Go and call him. After they anointed him, because they didn't announce it in the service, they just said impartation, receive, and all that. They didn't say you are now promoted. You are now going to be the king. So they kept treating him as a shepherd boy. Everybody went to war. They didn't think he was qualified to go to war. The errand his father sent him that brought him to Bathsheba. Go and give your brother's lunch. And the captain of your brother's regiment, give all of them food and come back home. It wasn't; they, he, he didn't look like it. They did not talk to him like a king. They didn't address him like a king. But thank God when he got to that battlefield and the challenges were there, that anointing started speaking to him. And this is where faith comes in very important. After he killed Goliath, hey, they started singing a song. Saul has killed his thousands. David has killed... The elevation came. And the rest is what? History. God said it here. What I've put upon him will elevate you. Hallelujah. What I've put upon you will promote you. What I've put upon you will increase you. These are things you can channel faith into. Release your faith over. You may not look like it. Other people may not see you in that light. But God knows what he has put inside of you. I have anointed him, and I've anointed him so that his head will be exalted. Hallelujah. Somebody say, that is me. I can't hear you say, that is me. Look at it again. My faithfulness and my mercy. It's not going to be by his strength. It's not going to be by your might. It's by my faithfulness. How many people believe that God is faithful? Hebrews 11 said that was one of the things Sarah used to anchor her faith. Uh, Well, you may not have the opportunity, but a 90-year-old woman (laughs) to conceive a child and to carry the pregnancy to full time. The Bible said that, but she judged God faithful. She judged God faithful. This thing looks impossible, but the person that said it to me is faithful. She judged God faithful. That was how our faith was able to be anchored to birth that reality. She judged him faithful. How many people believe that God is merciful? Hallelujah. Remember what the definition of mercy means. Contrast that with what favor is. Mercy is you not getting the punishment as it were that you deserve. So even if he makes mistakes, this is what God is saying here. It's it's two things that are going to be working for him. Number one is, I am faithful to my word. I am faithful to my anointing. Hallelujah. I am faithful to my plan. And I will be merciful to him. I know the person I'm dealing with is not perfect. So his mistakes, glory be to God, will not hinder my plans for him. My faithfulness and my mercy shall be with you. Somebody shout, I receive it. it. And because I'm going to be faithful to you all through 2024 and beyond, and because I'm going to be merciful to you, you will experience promotion. Because of the impartation. Now, understand why I'm sharing this with you. This is one thing God told me. God said sometimes when I anoint people, when I... Remember when Apostle Paul, God was going to call him on the road to Damascus and God sent, um, was it Ananias to anoint him and to open his eyes. Very, very interesting thing and you, you hardly see that in any other encounter in scriptures but God just gives us a window. God said they should tell him and they could never have given him the details. But they mentioned it to him that, tell him the things he will suffer in my name. They just gave Paul summary. God doesn't tell us details many times. When he does. That was when Paul was anointed to step into the calling God had for me. Of course, as he went on, there were other impartations. That's how God does it. He does it face by face. Something again happened in Acts chapter 13. Separate unto me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work I've called them. But he, 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 he will not tell you details. It's as we go on by faith, this is why faith is important, that the Spirit of God begins to reveal. That impartation I gave you in January 2024 is when you get to November, you will see, whoa. And this is why sometimes God shows us things like this. Samuel did not tell him that he was going to have to kill a Goliath. Samuel did not even tell him that, well, when he got to the house, he announced that God told him to come and anoint the next king of Israel. So they told him about it. But how it was going to happen, he didn't have the details. But this was what the anointing was supposed to do. Hallelujah. Look how far the promotion goes, verse 25. Also I will set his hand over the sea, And his right hand over the rivers. This man is going to have dominion. Hallelujah. He's going to be in control. It's because of the anointing that I've put on his life. Somebody shout, that is me. That is me. Hallelujah. Verse 26, he shall cry to me. Look at another thing, the anointing or the impartation you've received Those He shall cry to me. You are my father. You are my God. You are my, the rock of my salvation. Also, I will make him my firstborn. The highest of the kings of the earth. Hallelujah. My mercy I will keep for him forever. My covenant, glory be to God, shall stand firm with him. Is seed also I will make to endure forever, and His throne as the days of heaven. Hallelujah! Does that sound like something we are interested in in twenty twenty four? Somebody say my days like the days of heaven. The impartation I've received. Look at, look at what God is saying here. Apart from the fact that He will give Him promotion and authority, it will also establish my covenant with Him. Praise God. Not just Him, Him and His children. After Him. And by this impartation, say with me, I will have days of heaven upon the earth. His throne as the days of heaven. Glory be to God. So the impartation we have received, the anointing we have received, it's not a cheap anointing. Somebody shout, I don't have a cheap anointing. I don't have a cheap anointing. Glory be to God. Let me do a few more. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to jump because of time. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Let's go to verse... Verse 33. This goes on, it's more or less the entire chapter, right to the end, actually. But let's let, let, let's let's wrap up because of time with this one. Verse 33, same Psalm 99. Hallelujah. My loving kindness I will not utterly take from him, nor allow my faithfulness to fail. Please stay with me. My covenant I will not break nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His seed shall endure forever and his throne as the sun before me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, to really get the sense from verse 30, if you read, because of time, I don't want to read the last verse. But God said that, look, this covenant I'm establishing with him, it's going to be forever. Even if his sons or his children forsake my law, I will not turn my covenant against him. And this was actually a prophecy about Jesus concerning his future. Because when Jesus came, they kept referring to him, what? As the son of David. Hallelujah. So God was saying that by reason of this impartation and this anointing that I'm placing upon him, forever his seed will reign over Israel. And it was a prophecy here about Jesus. Glory be to God. So what what can you and I take from that? I want us to know that the word of God to us, the promise of God to us, it is forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, it didn't happen in January. Your promise is forever. Hey, I didn't see anything in February. Your promise is forever. The first quarter of the year has come. I've not seen anything. Your promise is what? Forever. It's an established covenant. Glory be to God. My loving kindness I will not utterly take away. This was, God was even saying that even when His children sin or forsake my law, Even if it looks as if I'm not manifesting towards them, my covenant is still in place. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And God said, I will be with him forever and ever. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the the point tonight is that the impartation we have received. Somebody said the impartation I've received is meant to accomplish certain things in my life. And you're going to make those things come to pass in your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The same God that anointed David and empowered him to be something extraordinary. That's what God is going to do for you this year, this season. In the name of Jesus. You too, we have days of heaven upon the earth. Even as God has spoken to us. Hallelujah. But we need to see it. This is why it's important for us to pray. We need to see it. We need to be able to sense it. We need to be able to respond when opportunities for that anointing to work in our life shows up. Is somebody getting what I'm saying tonight? Respond. When that grace or that anointing moves us to speak, we need to yield to it. Look, David also could have been intimidated by the size of Goliath, by the intimidation of Goliath. By the threats of Goliath. Am I talking to somebody this evening? But that anointing within him was never going to be intimidated. Hallelujah. And as the spirit of God moved him, he also responded. That's where your faith comes in. Praise God. And I tell you, it's going to be a wonderful experience for you. Indeed, you will experience days of heaven upon the earth. Hallelujah rise on your feet i want us to pray just for about five minutes and you're going to ask god this is just an example you're going to ask god lord help me to see listen to the prayer before we pray help me to see help me to know the impartation upon my life what it's meant to accomplish help me to begin to understand it and begin to grasp it is somebody with me tonight As opportunities come your way, you need to be able to allow that anointing work in your life. Glory be to God. And I see God doing great and mighty things for you in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and lift your voice. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your oil upon my life. I thank you for the impartation of this Goshen fast experience. I thank you Come on, somebody declare by faith, I thank you for the deposits that you have made within my life. Now I ask, open my eyes, open my heart, help me understand what this impartation is meant to accomplish in my life. Help me to see opportunities and to seize them like you helped David when he killed Goliath help me to maximize the impartation that i have received for a heaven on earth experience in the name of jesus open your mouth and begin to pray help me to see it lord help me to see it help me to see it i received impartation but lord help me to know this is for my establishment it's for my establishment help me to know it's for my promotion my elevation help me to know oh god this is for my future it's for my children and my children's children that your covenant and your promise to me is forever by reason of this grace that I've received I always have a better future, a brighter future, no matter what comes my way, your covenant with me is sure your word to me is forever, help me to know what this impartation that I've received is meant to accomplish in my life, in the name of Jesus, somebody pray somebody pray to god let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened help me to know that like david i'm just no longer a shepherd boy i'm ordained to be a king i'm ordained to be a queen i am ordained for promotion i am ordained for elevation i am ordained for increase I'm ordained for my horn to be exalted in the name of Jesus help me to know I have been empowered to overcome every challenge to defeat my enemies Oh shakata yakada to be victorious and to be triumphant wherever I find myself in the name of Jesus oh yakata yata payala this anointing and this impartation help me to be bold help me to be courageous even where every other person is fearful help me to walk in boldness and confidence and to run towards my opportunities in the name of Jesus the places you have ordained for me to dominate in help me to see my areas and my realms of dominance help me to see my mountains and to possess my mountains to possess my possessions by reason of the impartations i have received in the name of jesus his seed also i will make to endure forever lord i thank you that by this anointing not only am i blessed but my seed is blessed my generations are blessed my Children are blessed. Help me to understand that the impartation I've received is not just for me, but it's for my children after me. In the name of Jesus. in the name of jesus somebody pray this right now say thank you father if there's anything in my life come on say if there's anything in my life right now that this anointing is meant to handle but i'm not taking advantage of it like the widow woman wasn't taking advantage of the pot of oil in her house lord i ask oh god Open my eyes, open my ears, help me to release the influence of this impartation in my life for victory right now in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. In fact, I want you to pray for speed. I want you to pray for speed. David was anointed in 1 Samuel 17 by first Samuel chapter 18 he had already defeated Goliath things started happening speedily because of that impartation thank you father for speed oh the impartation upon my life is making things to happen speedily nothing is dragged out unnecessarily every point of victory that i'm meant to experience thank you father that this anointing goes into operation in the name of jesus somebody pray for speed In the name of Jesus. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMI Africa at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 Zero 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 six four zero.